Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Amanda. And I'm Brenna. And we're just three gals that like to sit around, drink coffee, and wine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. talk about true crime. Yeah. It's an off run. Yes. Off yeah. run. Now uh, I can't stop. No, no. <laughs> You're stuck in a loop. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm just so excited to be back this week and talking about good stuff. And also, I wanted to bring up in this really smooth transition a uh, merch store. So smooth. Because we have one. We have a merch we store. We have a merch store. It's linked in the show notes to this episode. Yes. Yes. So just putting that out there. You can do with it what you want. You're a bean. And I'm just a girl standing here in front of a bean telling you... We have a merch store. <laughs> and it's and cool it's and it's cool. cute. Yeah. And, and it's adorable. Please buy stuff. And then when your friends are like, why do you have a shirt that says Petty Witch? You go, well, well let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you about this podcast. Tell you about this podcast. Yeah, also, keep people. an eye out. We're going to start giving some giveaways. Yeah. Yeah. Some giveaways. We're here. We're ready to expand and retract. Expand and retract. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's this going? Very scientific. <laughs> Oh, dear. So here's another smooth transition. Yay, smooth transition. <laughs> um, so, okay, let it be known, we do not tell each other what we're going to do for our episodes. Like, we kind of know what order we're going to go in, but we don't. We don't know. So, no. Yeah. Actually, and for me, I have the girls randomly pick initials from the episodes I've written. So, mm-hmm. this yeah. super, this, what's about to be said, we didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that we were going to have a theme this season. <laughs> so far. Because uh, we had, okay, so Nicole kicked off our amazing season with Dr. Death. Mm-hmm. And then we just spoke about uh, Dr. Dr. Hazard. Hazard. Um, and, you know, I love a good rabbit hole like the next, Alice. So <laughs> this morning, we're going to chit chat about a few cases of extreme medical malpractice. Oh, oh yay! Uh, to kick things off, have either of you heard of Dr. Simon Bramhall? Bramhall. <laughs> okay, so in 2013, Simon Bramhall was working as a surgeon at Birmingham's Queen Elizabeth Hospital. He had recently finished up two liver transplants, but unfortunately, one operation was unsuccessful. Oh, no. His patient needed to be rushed back into emergency surgery. This is where another surgeon noticed something unusual. Oh, no. On the transplanted liver were the initials... SB, which had been cauterized into it. Oh, hell <gasps> yeah. Dr. Bramhall ended up resigning oh. in 2014. Oh, my God. Oh, but it yeah. soon came to light that this wasn't the first time Dr. Bramhall had autographed his work. Hey, man, like an artist, you got to autograph <laughs> yeah. your work, right? Yep. So in 2017, Simon pled guilty to two counts of assault and was fined $13,000 and sentenced to 120 hours of community service. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the judge stated Strange. that Bramhall displayed, quote, professional arrogance of such magnitude that it strayed into criminal behavior. Oh, my God. However, on June 4th, 2021, a review board ruled that while Bramhall 
pulled some seriously creepy shit, it didn't impair his ability to perform surgery. No. Yeah, he did a good he job. He just had to sign it after. He just had to sign I just want to make sure word. everyone knows. He's just yeah. really narcissistic. He's I just got to know I guess this was what me. he used, um, in theory, it would heal. So, like, if the patient hadn't been opened up right away, you never would have known. It would have just healed up, and they oh never God. would have seen it. Oh. That's so funny. We have uh, a fr- our friend Vince. Uh, he had some surgery done, and he went and had his surgeon autograph uh, x-ray of his thing, but nothing as intense as actually oh, okay. signing like, <laughs> his thing that's inside. inside of him. That's so... That's so much extra effort, and I, you know, I applaud his creativity, I guess. Well, you know, like, what do they charge <laughs> by the hour? Yeah, you know, but, he's just yeah, making right, a little yeah. more money. <laughs> but not his narcissism. <laughs> effort. Um, okay, but, all right, so, but uh, the details surrounding this verdict aren't completely clear. I guess this was all done in, like, a private hearing. Hmm. Uh, the only thing I could find published by the Medical Practitioners Tribunal Service is where it says, not impaired through their website. Mm. Um, but I also found that on January 10th, 2022, his status was updated to erasure. Thankfully, uh, that means he is no longer practicing medicine. Good. Oh, good. Maybe he'll get into tattooing. Who knows? <laughs> oh, haha. I like that. I like that. I can only tattoo things that are wet. And only my initials. <laughs> and only my initials, yeah. <laughs> it's going to burn a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, you'll be asleep. He tattoos be asleep. a lot of tongues. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And lips. Uh, <laughs> so next up <laughs> is the tragic case of Earl Scherer. At just 26 years old, Earl was in a horrific car accident that left him in a coma. Doctors tried to tell his wife, Lydia, that his condition was permanent, but she refused to give up on him. Sixteen months later, Earl awoke, and Lydia gave him uh, speech and reading lessons almost every day. It was a slow process, but Earl was slowly coming back to her. Ten years down the road, in 2006, Lydia checked her husband into Liberty Manor Residency, which could provide round-the-clock care. Exactly one month into his stay, Lydia received a call from Liberty Manor that Earl had been vomiting uncontrollably. She picked him up, took him home, got him into the bath. But then suddenly and without warning, Earl began to vomit up black matter and died. Whoa! An autopsy was performed, and inside of Earl's stomach and small intestines, they found plastic bags, <gasps> unopened ketchup packets, Ooh. paper towels, and candy wrappers. What? Of course, the facility tried to deny responsibility. Oh, my God. However, at trial, it came out that Liberty Manor had been making false entries in Earl's charts, including saying they gave him care on days when Lydia had checked him out of the facility. Lydia was awarded $11 million in damages. Oh, chimney. Wow. Doesn't bring your husband back. No. Nope. Oh, my God. Catch up. So he was eating garbage then? Yeah, they were. They weren't, they, they were, were they feeding, feeding him it they... down his throat? They had yeah. to have been. Oh, he was able to even feed right, himself. Right, he was still. True, true. He was being forced out. No, you're right, you're right. Packets. That's like. Ugh. Just open it. Yeah, throw it into the garbage. Into the actual up. garbage. Not people are garbage. Up. Yeah, true. Sometimes. Final step. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Final step. Dude, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of, or watching, I've been listening to a lot of Crime Countdown, which is the girls from Morbid, and they oh. just, it's another just wonderful uh, one of theirs. So I guess part of me was like, I've been listening to a lot of Crime Countdown. Next on our list. Oh, yay. <laughs> you do love lists. Yeah, I do. A, this is an epic list of people. This is places. an epically shitty list. <laughs> yeah, well, aren't they all? So... Number three, 
So ah, this one ah, actually is a little bit more tame than the other two. Okay. This is just one of my personal biggest fears, so I wanted to share. Okay. Did you know that Julie Andrews actually sued two doctors at Mount Sinai Hospital for ruining her voice? No. Wait. I might know a little. Anyway, go on. I think I heard a little bit. <laughs> so Julie Andrews is, of course, the incredible actress and singer known most famously for roles such as Maria in The Sound of Music and Mary Poppins. In 1997, she went in for routine surgery to remove a small, non-cancerous polyp, but the doctors did such a horrible job, she attributes it to ruining her career. Jeez. The four-octave singer came out of surgery complaining of hoarseness, vocal cord damage, and other complications. Andrews told Barbara Walters in an interview in 1999, quote, To not sing with an orchestra, to not be able to communicate through my voice, which I've done all my life, and not be able to phrase lyrics and give people that kind of joy, I would be totally devastated. Mm. When asked if she would sing again, Andrews replied, quote, Well, I can only say I hope so. I have to be optimistic. I think to some degree I'm in a form of denial about it. Mm. And Julie did not sing again, which I didn't even think about this. She didn't sing again until 2004 when she sang Your Crowning Glory in The Princess Diaries 2. I was thinking about The Princess Diaries. Yeah, I put a link in the show notes. <laughs> Yay! Um, but one octave or four, there is no question that Julie Andrews will always be a queen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh, that is so scary. Yeah, but that's like uh, they wanted to do, um, so I have bulging discs in my neck, and in order to get to that part of your neck, they have to go through the front of your throat. And so they were like, okay, so we're going to fuse these together, but we're going to go through the front of, so you could, you know, maybe have some, like, vocal damage, whatever. And I was like, I'm a singer. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm good. And mm -mm. so far, so good. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So my fourth case for today is uh, actually one we mentioned in a previous episode. This is the case of Dr. Thomas Hicks and the Hicks babies. Mm. Oh. In <gasps> <gasps> oh. I was just talking about this too the other day. The yep. Hicks babies. Oh, man. In McKaysville, Georgia, in the 1950s and 60s, abortions were illegal. Dr. Hicks was one of the very few who would still perform the procedure. He also had the idea to tell women that if they carried their babies to term instead... He would provide a loving family for the child and even help her get back on her feet. It said he would give the mothers $1,000 and a place to stay for several months on either his farm or in a hotel. But the adoptions he provided weren't exactly legal. He would falsify birth certificates and pass newly born babies out the back door of the clinic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he would lie to mothers, telling them that they delivered a stillborn, but really, he induced labor and gave their baby away, pocketing the money. Ugh. Damn. A lot of the couples later came forward admitting that they were given babies who were sick or obviously very premature. Without legal documents, though, some parents were forced to drive hundreds of miles away and try to find them care. Mm. Unfortunately, a lot of them did not make it to the hospital in time. Hicks eventually lost his license in 1964 for performing illegal abortions. However, he faced no charges for the adoptions. There are about 200 Hicks babies out there, but a lot of people are torn on whether Hicks was hurting or helping. On one hand, there are hundreds of people out there who will never know where they came from. However, some do say they owe their lives to the doctor for convincing their mothers to carry them to term. Yeah, so I just feel like, like there's yeah. a way, well, a better way to go about it. Always, <laughs> always. But I'm just saying that uh, I've been like, ah, I mean, thanks for the life and all, but yeah. like, there's always a better way. Yeah. But I made sure to save the most terrifying for last. Oh, goodness. In January of 2006, 
Sherman Sizemore was put under for exploratory surgery to figure out the cause of his abdominal pain. Only, for the first 16 minutes of the operation, he could feel everything. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Apparently, Mm -mm. the anesthesiologist gave him the paralyzing drugs to prevent Mm -mm. muscle spasms during surgery, but failed to administer the general anesthesia. Oh my god. Cool. Oh my god. This left Sherman able to feel everything that was happening to him, but unable to scream out in pain. Oh, but it doesn't stop there. So allegedly no one told Sherman that that's what happened to him. So it sent him into a spiral of whether or not his memory was even real. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. He suffered from extreme PTSD and just two weeks later, sadly, took his own life from the emotional distress the anesthesia awareness caused him. Oh, and just to really coat your nightmares... Anesthesia awareness happens to about 20,000 to 40,000 patients a year in the United States. Mm-mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that was just a few of the top malpractices I came across in my web sleuthing. Um, unfortunately, there are about 85,000 cases being filed every year, uh, but the actual number of medical injuries is estimated to be about 1 million per year. Oh, yeah. It's nutsos. There's one, I don't remember who it was, but there was a case of like a cell phone being left in someone's body. Like, Can you imagine being asleep and you hear a phone and you're like, that's not my ringtone. That's not my Wait, but it's coming body. from inside my house. <laughs> inside my house. Inside my, my body It's house. inside my body temple. My body so temple. Oh. Final sips, ladies. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Don't skimp on uh, medical stuff. Like, uh, you know, go make sure that you research your doctor and their licensing and all that stuff when you have to go under like that. And also uh, be aware that uh, doctors are human beings. Things can happen. Like, there's a reason why, like, when my dad gets knee surgery done, they mark this, the other knee and say, not this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the story that I came across a bunch. And I was like, I feel like we've even heard that before. That Yeah, yeah, people, whoops, you took the good leg. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. mark stuff, so it's like be an advocate for yourself. Ask questions. I think we talked about this in the last in like the every doctor every one. Doctor we're always episode. like just ask questions. Be your advocate. Yeah. Don't be afraid to like you know if they're if they're being weird towards you, then leave them. Like don't go to that doctor. Yeah. There's no no pressure to have to stay with someone and never. It's always okay to get another opinion. And yeah, like you said too, the hu- like doctors are also human. So sometimes it is like. An actual, you know, horrible accident, but sometimes it's just sheer negligence mm-hmm. and just awful, awful people taking advantage of the power that they have, like with Dr. Death, you know, like he literally had the power of God, like he said, and would take people's lives because he felt like he could. It's just awful. But there are a lot of good doctors out there, too. There really yeah, they are. really are. But I, yeah. I had a weird uh-huh. cancer scare a few years ago yeah. where I was, like, told that I had this crazy form of cancer and that I was going to have to start, you know, chemo and all this other stuff. And then I went to another doctor, which also got me a second of, like, a third opinion with that and was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, no, it's because of this, this, and this. And it turned out to be okay. But, you know, for every doctor that was pushing me into going for treatment or whatever, there was a doctor that was like, no, 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 hold on, like, let's take another look at this and take another pass at these tests. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, there's also good ones out there. There are, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I've been under, I had ear surgery on my earlobe because I had a cyst and so I had to get it removed. Thankfully it wasn't cancerous, but they had to take it out, but I had to go under and I was terrified to go under. Mm-hmm. And the anesthesiologist was really funny. Like he made me laugh as mm-hmm. I was, you know, falling asleep, but I cannot, like that is so terrifying. Like just being paralyzed. Like that's what some of the serial killers we've talked about have done to people, you know? And you, so you feel everything, but you cannot do anything. Like how awful, like I have nightmares like that where you can't scream, right? And you mm-hmm. need to scream or run and you cannot run. Imagine just being there and not being able to move. Oh, God, it's awful. See, I'm glad that I didn't really think about these things or know about, I mean, I'm sure I knew about them, but my brain pushed them away when I had my surgeries because mm-hmm. I was just like, anesthesia is awesome. Like, yeah, I want to go to sleep and wake up one second later and be done with it. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. And for the most part, knock on everything, that's <sighs> been my experience with anesthesia for the most part. Yeah, like, because yeah. it's a means to an end, right? It's like, I'm not going to not get this thing done. What right. I'm going to not do this. Like, right. you know, like I have to I have to go through this thing at some point, you know? Yeah, I mean, only go under when you have to. Yeah. That's a, there's a sip. Because it's yeah. also just not great for you to do so. No. My animals yeah. have to go under for, like, when they get dental work done, they mm-hmm. get put under. And they have to run blood work beforehand to make sure they're candidates for mm-hmm. it. And that's how we caught that my cat, her kidneys were failing. Yeah, my cat has a heart mm-hmm. murmur. So they're yeah. like, mm, don't put her under if you don't have to. Have yeah. to have to. That's just really scary. Yeah. So know yourself. Know your body. I also know someone... Um, when I was, like, in elementary school, this uh, kid's mother went to Mexico to get surgery and died from the anesthesia because they didn't know that she was allergic to it. Oh, my God. Right. So well, it's yeah. like, it's... I mean, of course, it's a freak accident. You don't yeah, really yeah, know yeah, could yeah. it happened anywhere to anyone, anytime. But... It's like, know your body and also, like... Just more nightmares for you mm-hmm. guys. Do your research <laughs> on your doctor. That's kind of mm-hmm. it, really. Yeah. Because, like, re- like, if they're... That's the other thing. It's like, don't... Like, if this is literally the one thing that you should do, it's going to be really hard for you if you fight it and say, like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, cool, well, your options are mm-hmm. you go through it and you get this thing removed. Your appendix has to come out. You know, whatever it is. That was one of my stories of going under. Um, or, you know, you got to trust a doctor. So just do your research on your doctor so that you yeah. feel comfortable with it. It. Yeah, when I got my uh, LASIK done, I definitely researched people before I picked someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. you got to make sure because there's so many cases too where that like got all screwed up. People went blind or mm-hmm. you know all got messed up. It was a popular surgery to learn how to do real fast so that you oh, can have yeah. it as part of your office. So. Oh yeah. Same as like everybody and their mom does eyebrows and stuff like mm. the the microblading and the lashes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people learned how to do it really fast. Some people are really good at it, and some people are not. So yeah, it was a very popular thing to learn how to do real fast. Yeah. Yeah, research your doctors and your tattoo artists. That's yep. another one. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Just research. Anyone that touches your body. Research it. Research it. Be your own advocate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheers to that. Thanks, Amanda. Those that. were, f- I mean, fun, but not like the <laughs> fun yeah. carnival way. Like, fun. Yay, Yay malpractice. Yay. Nightmares. Why well, they all have to have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Well, I could use another glass of wine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Or coffee. Uh, thank you, everybody. Beans, you wonderful, wonderful beans. Thank you for joining us again on another terribly yet fun episode. <laughs> Morning Murders. Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. Remember to stop by every Monday for a new episode. And you can always check out our resources and mental health links in our show notes. If you enjoyed listening to our highly caffeinated conversation, please leave us a five-star rating and check us out on Instagram. At Morning Murders. That's at M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G-M-U-R.
M-O-R-D-E-R-S. If you have any stories you'd like to hear discussed around the breakfast nook, email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank you for listening! talking about it now yeah just letting everyone know <coughs> don't touch the yellow blanket cat sex blanket cat sex blanket gross and he's he's a sweet boy he really likes me which is great <laughs> <laughs> first i didn't know what was happening i was like will you just be are you being funny you mean a funny lady right now trying to put on a glass here i love it um, um, man, man, duck, a man, duck, a donkey, a a I'm gonna really, really monster. Zodiac. Zodiac. Oh man. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers to, to that. Morning Mervis after dark. Mode after dark. We switched from coffee, coffee to, to wine. wine. Yeah. I still have both. I still have coffee and wine. <laughs> I at least have water and wine. That's good. Being a goddamn adult. What? Stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Hashtag <laughs> stay hydrated. Hashtag caffeinated and hydrated. Hashtag we D Erasure? Oh. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm. Eraser. Era- Hold on. Eraser head. Hold on. I'm going to Google thing. it. Erasure. Erasure. Fraser? Erasure crane. Erasure crane. And your name on my kidney. Do you want initials on your kidney? Yeah. <laughs> Come check out Dr. Bramhill. What's his name? Bramhill. Dr. Bramhill. <laughs> Here it is. Your, your Erasure. Erasure? Erasure. 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 Earl Scherer. Scherer? Sure. The Scherer. Exactly one month into his stay, Lydia received a call from Liberty Manor. Liberty Manor. Exactly. Liberty. Liberty Manor.